This is the Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Now, with today's Caribbean News headlines, here's Keisha Wallace. Welcome to Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Here's a look at some of our Caribbean headlines for today. Moise's murder, Haitian probe going nowhere, but U.S. investigation making headway. Ukraine war draws global food prices to new all-time high. Suriname government to implement temporary fuel subsidy. U.S. Virgin Islands weighs visas for Caribbean nationals. Caribbean Hotel and Tourism Association to focus on boosting intra-regional travel. Antigua's Prime Minister test positive for COVID-19, and MGI Puerto Rico invests $10 million to expand into Dominican Republic airports. These and other stories on today's Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Monday, April 11th. We start a report today in Haiti. Nine months after the assassination of Haitian President Jovenel Moïse, several people have been detained. Others have been named as suspects and declared fugitive. The interim prime minister has fallen under suspicion. Haiti's investigation into the crime has stalled. Prosecutors have yet to charge anyone. The motive remains unresolved. U.S. efforts to unravel the killings are advancing. U.S. federal prosecutors who allege that part of the crime was planned in the United States charged two suspects in January and are seeking the extradition of a third. FBI agents in the United States met in February with two Haitian Americans detained by Haiti. According to a person familiar with the investigation, and U.S. President Joe Biden signed legislation in March that requires the U.S. State Department to report what it knows to Congress. St. Lucia Times reports that global food prices have reached a new all-time high. The head of the UN Food and Agricultural Organization said on Friday, hitting the poorest the hardest. It is now more than two years after the COVID-19 pandemic continues to negatively impact our lives, our health, and our economies, said the Food and Agricultural Organization chief, Kwai Donkyu, explaining that the neediest face greater exposure to the pandemic and are the most affected by rising food and fuel prices. He pointed out that prices for staple foodstuff such as wheat and vegetable oil have soared, imposing extraordinary costs on global consumers, particularly the poorest. The Food Agricultural Organization Food Price Index averaged 159.3 points in March, up 12.6% from February, when it had already reached its highest level since its inception in 1990. The index tracks monthly changes in the price of a basket of commonly traded food commodities. Last month's prices were 33.6% higher overall than March last year. Barbados Today reports that the government of Suriname will introduce a temporary subsidy discount on price of diesel and unleaded gasoline to help cushion the blow of the increased fuel price on the international market. The government said the financing of the subsidy is linked to the extra income from the payments of state-owned oil company Stetsoli which has seen higher revenues due to the higher international price of oil. The proposed subsidy system, which will be introduced, is based on object subsidies and is expressly intended as a temporary measure, the government said. As a result of the Ukraine-Russian war, 
The price of oil on the world market has risen sharply, currently hovering around $100 to $110 per barrel after reaching a record of $130 U.S. dollars per barrel last month. The price of fuel products in Suriname is adjusted every month based on that price. The government said the rising fuel costs internationally come at a time when Suriname's economy has stabilized and purchasing power is recovering. The Virgin Islands Free Press reports that the U.S. Virgin Islands will no longer require a visa for visitors from neighboring Caribbean islands. The U.S. Congress House Judiciary Committee approved the Virgin Islands Visa Waiver Act, making it possible for visitors from the Caribbean to receive a non-immigrant visitor visa exemption to enter the U.S. Virgin Islands for up to 45 days. The act was presented to the U.S. House Judiciary Committee by the U.S. Virgin Islands Congresswoman Stacey E. Plaskett, applies only to U.S. Virgin Islands and does not allow entry into other parts of the United States. The scope of the amendment will, however, be limited to the Caribbean community and other countries permitted by the Department of Homeland Security. The amendment is similar to the limited visa waiver program, which allows citizens of some countries to visit overseas U.S. territories, Guam, and the Northern Mariana Islands. Congresswoman Plaskett, who serves on the U.S. Congress Ways and Means Committee, stated in a news release, this legislation would extend the same program to the U.S. Virgin Islands. This limited visa waiver program would better enable the Virgin Islands to compete economically with other islands and nations in the Caribbean community. The Ways and Means Committee gives recommendations to the House on all revenue-raising channels. The committee is the primary source of legislation on international trade agreements, customs, and taxation. Barbados Today reports that the Caribbean Hotel and Tourism Association is exploring options to boost intra-regional travel, which is currently still far from pre-COVID-19 pandemic levels. The Caribbean Hotel and Tourism Association president, Nicola Madden-Gregg, said that business and leisure travel within the region is estimated to have recovered 30 percent, which is significantly less than the return to international travel. We have smaller Caribbean economies and smaller locally owned businesses that are particularly hard hit by this because of a lot of the smaller companies do benefit from intra-Caribbean travel. And we also have our larger countries that depend on regional trade to boost their local economies and sell local goods and services. Madden Gregg stressed that the return of more regional travel would stimulate higher local spending and increase trade in local goods and services while boosting government revenues and local economies. According to the Caribbean Hotel and Tourism Association official, the COVID-19 pandemic has underscored the importance of domestic and regional travel. The CEO noted that CARICOM has agreed to look into reducing taxes on intra-regional travel and added that there must be continued routing adjustments by other carriers in the Caribbean to mitigate against a significant reduction of services by regional airline Liette. 
Nation News reports that Antigua and Barbuda's Prime Minister Gaston Brown confirmed that he tested positive for the coronavirus COVID-19. He stated that he is feeling fine and has little nasal congestion. Brown becomes the latest Caribbean community CARICOM leader to test positive for the virus that has killed and infected thousands of people in the Caribbean since March 2020. The other leaders include Trinidad and Tobago's Prime Minister Dr. Keith Rowley, Belize, John Berencio, St. Lucia's Prime Minister, Philip Pieri, and St. Martin's Prime Minister, Silvera Jacobs. The St. Kitts Observer reports that the director of the Pan-American Health Organization, Dr. Carissa Ethian, has warned countries in the Americas, including the Caribbean, to remain vigilant and urgently close vaccinated gaps as cases of the coronavirus COVID-19 surge in Europe and East Asia due to Omicron BA.2 variant. Pan American Health Organization said while COVID-19 cases and deaths have dropped across the region, countries have reported more than 620 new cases each week in parts of North America and the Caribbean, where Omicron is becoming the predominant variant. New infections are beginning to rise. Dr. Ethian said the Omicron BA.2 already detected in 8.7% of sequences reported from South America time and time again. We've seen how the infection dynamics in Europe are mirrored here just a few weeks later. We cannot ignore the risk of further COVID-19 surges, but we know now that what it takes to protect our people, the Dominica-born Dr. Ethian told the weekly Pan American Health Organization briefing last week. However, with 240 million people in the Americas yet to receive a single shot of the COVID-19 vaccine, vaccination gaps will keep our region at risk during future waves. While more than 685 million people in the region have completed their COVID-19 vaccine schedules, and 50 countries and territories have already begun to deliver booster doses, Dr. Ethian said, we must now redouble our efforts to ensure that our vulnerable populations receive the doses they need as soon as possible. The Pan American Health Organization director also urged countries to keep testing capacity in place so we do not go into the next wave blind and have the full picture of Omicron BA.2 in the region. And finally, News Is My Business reports that Mango's Village is one of seven restaurant concepts to open in the Dominican Republic. With an investment of more than $10 million, Puerto Rican company management group investors, MGI, announced the expansion of its operations in four airports in the Dominican Republic. Company president Jose Algarin confirmed the expansion called for opening seven new restaurants in the main atrium for passengers in four airports in the Dominican Republic, namely Las Americas International Airport, Jose Francisco Peña Gomez, Gregorio Luperon, and Samania El Cate Airports. This project is the culmination of a comprehensive plan to revitalize airline terminals and temper the passenger experience to modern trends in aviation, Algorin said. The expansion of our operations is an example of what Puerto Ricans can achieve if we perfect our businesses on the island and present them to the world, Algorin said. 
This has been your Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Monday, April 11th. I'm Keisha Wallace. For more Caribbean news stories and information, visit us online at pulseofthecaribbean.com. If you found value in this podcast, be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And thank you in advance for choosing Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup as your source for Caribbean-centered news.